Hey there, Fellowship. Welcome to this week's episode. Before we get going, have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? Well, if you have an idea for a podcast and an audience that you think will listen, Anchor by Spotify is the right choice. You can record, you can edit, and you can distribute your podcast to all the major platforms all on your phone or your computer. Everything you need in one place. The Anchor app or anchor.fm. So go to those places right now. Record your voice. We want to hear it. And welcome to this episode of the Pretty Neat Podcast. Hi, Dom. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm better than Glover Teixeira. I'll say that much. Dude, yeah, Glover... you're looking at ESPN. You got that still image with that gaping wound yeah, that is I his am. right yeah. right eyebrow. <laughs> he got the shit beat out of him. <laughs> that, that I was. I read a thing that his coach, uh, his coaches in the corner, had a vote on whether to throw in the towel at the end of round three. And uh, that it was the majority to not throw in the towel. But yeah. apparently his head coach wanted to stop it after round three. That head coach should have just been the head coach and stopped it. But yeah, he's like, I'm making this decision. This is not a coachocracy, coach <laughs> democracy. This is a coach tatorship. <laughs> I mean, it, and it should be, right? It can't. Uh, you you got to protect the guy. He's only 43. He looks like he's about 60. And you gotta, you gotta protect the fighter at all times. I think, and I think there's like a double meaning to that. Yeah, no, well, I agree. They're they're not they're not looking at the rest of his life. They're looking at it from the perspective of this is likely his last fight as a professional fighter. Well, you you could really break it down to be like it's not just that they're not looking at the rest of his life. They're only looking at like the next. 15 to 25 minutes it's <laughs> it's fucking wild like i i just i don't know well, I, I suppose we'll get more into it but yeah we will <laughs> <sighs> but that's we just dive right in on the pretty neat podcast which we is dive in head first into the shallow pool that is the pretty neat podcast <laughs> yes don't look at the lights don't follow the lights don't follow the light <laughs> Uh, welcome to the Pretty Neat Podcast, everybody. Uh, that's the podcast you're listening to. We talk about UFC and other pretty neat things. I'm joined by my friends Dom and Ryan. Every week I'm Aaron, and that's what we do. We we shoot the double and shoot the shit. This is uh, week like 106 in a row that Giga Chikadze will not be joining us. Yes, this is. <laughs> I want it to be made clear. He has a standing invitation. He definitely does. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Uh, y'all, uh, I didn't expect my wife to like Power Slap more than I did. I um, did, too. 
You know what's funny is that your wife was trying to talk my wife into watching Power Slap, and she's like, nah, not going to do it. <laughs> and my wife was trying so hard. She's like, so, I get you. It's ridiculous. Yes, it sounds moronic, but you have to watch it. She's like, I, uh, take it so seriously. Uh, I, I left this room after we started recording, and I'm like, hey, I want to watch this Power Slap League. And sometimes I'll do stuff to my wife or I'll tell her something or say something that's completely not true and, mm -hmm. and just commit to Aaron knows this. I, it's not just her. I do it to a lot of people mm -hmm. and I will see how long I can keep the fish on the hook as it were. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she the goes, record right now is 14 years, by the way, I've kept tabs. That's right. Yeah. For at least one person. It's 14 consecutive years. Um, <laughs> And uh, so I'm explaining it to her and she's like, is this one of those things where I'm going to Google it and it's going to not be true? And I was like, no, it's I know it sounds made up, but it's it's real. And, the, and she's like, and they're just going to slap each other. Like the thing that I think so. I haven't seen it yet. And so uh, we turn it on and she's like, I don't I don't know how, how long I can watch this. <laughs> We definitely had multiple sittings. We couldn't we couldn't do the full like 44 yeah. minutes yeah, of yeah. it. <laughs> uh, what, what did you guys think of the guy who gets up and he's like, what happened? And they're like, you just got knocked out. And he's like, was I in a fight? It's like, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> you were kind of in a fight, but really you stood there and that other guy slapped you. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And the girl so who did weird. the somersault was just amazing. Oh man, yeah, she did. Uh, she looked like one of our old bosses. <laughs> I think you'll know which one. <laughs> yep. Uh <laughs> she really did. Oh, thing, that was my first thought too. Yep, yeah, totally mine. And the thing with uh with my wife too that surprised her after she looked it up was not only that there's power slap but that there's also slap fighting championship like the right. fact that we're multiple organizations blew her mind <laughs> i love how dana's explanation at the beginning of the show was these it's... youtube videos of these russians slapping each other get like 350 million views it's like <laughs> i don't know that that translates to tbs but he didn't okay. watch the south park episode on youtube's hypothetical dollars right <laughs> Yeah, it's internet money <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> yeah. And it's gone. <laughs> yeah. So that, was, that was uh that was kind of the majority of my weekend while my wife sewed. Uh we watched Power Slap on and off in between other things. It was pretty exciting. Yeah. Um but shit. Far more uh, far more rules than you would expect. Far yeah. more. Yeah. I like how they have to tell him how many like practice like yeah. measure ups they're gonna yeah. get right yeah three. it's oh it's so <laughs> every right, right and then Herzog's so serious he's like right three and he's like yep. one two I'm like is this fucking real what's yeah. happening start the recovery period yeah, for yeah sure. 30 seconds to recover <laughs> I'm good I'm good I'm good okay you have 30 seconds for your slap it's you is, need to confirm is it more dangerous than an MMA fight Oh, it might be. Especially it might for the be. no defense. There's no possibility yeah. for defense. In fact, you could have somebody that what they had a foul where a guy like used his hips and turned into it and his foot came <laughs> off the ground. That was a foul, but he still fucking hit the guy. Yeah, the guy still got hit. <laughs> like we're going to take away a half point, start the recovery period. If you hit somebody in the ear, which is almost like a knockout blow, right? <laughs> 
you can't lead with the base of your palm. You can't lift your foot off of the ground. You have to remain parallel yeah. to the person. All of these things are fouls. And then on top of that, if you don't knock them out, somehow there's judging for that. <laughs> you, you still may not hit them well enough. <laughs> somehow somebody won a three round fight, 29 to 28. I don't get it. They both got slapped an equal number of times and neither of them got knocked out. And if you'd have told me that uh, a refereeing scoring system, not refereeing, but judging and scoring rather would make less sense than like boxing or MMA, I'd have been like, you're out of your fucking mind. And then they're like, oh yeah, watch these guys slap each other with no set rules except counted, you know, practice measurements or whatever. (sighs) We have to get Herzog so on. Let's get Herzog on the on the program since he was so flattered by our post on social media. <laughs> he also has a standing invitation. Definitely standing invitation to come on the podcast. Herzog, come on. Uh and uh yeah, and that goes for everyone else. You can go to our Instagram and follow us. Uh go to the pretty neat and uh, that's where you can find it and converse with us because if you find it then you'll know where it is <laughs> yeah and it's much better than just us knowing it it's yeah. much better ryan ryan and i did pretty well on our nfl picks yeah um, yeah i believe you did i think we got we got th- no we got two out of four right i had dallas we both had buffalo yeah but i well, think we was... had Casey that and was, Philly. That was disrespect to Cincinnati just based on how that transpired. I I'm gonna have to admit that Philadelphia and Cincinnati are a lot better than I thought they were because they just dismantled Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They did. They 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 bracketed Stefan Diggs and said, okay, beat us with something else. And the Bills could not do it. And they just ran all over them too. Yep. Uh, do you want to you want to pick our Super Bowl participants? Uh, yeah, let's go for it. Dude. So the first game on Sunday is what? 49ers Eagles. Eagles are a two and a half point favorite and they are the home team. Two and a half points. You usually get three. You get for being three a, for being the you home get team. being for home team. Uh, I like it. Both teams' defenses are great and a little bit unpredictable on what the offenses are going to bring with Jalen Hurts still being hurt (laughs) and uh, Brock Purdy being a rookie, right? And never having this type of pressure um, thrust upon him in this type of stage. I... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 49ers here, and this is why. In the game against the Cowboys, did you see how fucking loose Greg Kittle was? George Kittle, Greg Kittle. Yes. Just how loose he was. He was staring. Let's call him Greg Kittle because I know it will infuriate the 49ers bullshit fan base. So go ahead. <laughs> okay. Greg Kittle. So definitely George. George Greg Kittle. GG, yeah. as we call him. Uh, super fucking loose, balling out. Uh, Brock Purdy making timely plays. I like the fact that they have McCaffrey and Mitchell for for running back one two punch. Yeah. Mitchell is a way better inside runner, and then McCaffrey does everything outside, and then receiving is excellent. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, while I really like AJ Brown and his physicality on the Eagles squad, he can't do the same things that Debo Samuel does in his run after the catch ability and his ability to take it out of the backfield, or at least he's never been utilized as such to the extent that Debo is. And I think the 49ers and the Eagles are pretty comparable on defense. I would give the slight edge to the 49ers, just an overall defense and their ability to take away the ball. So I'll go 49ers here. Okay. Um, so Jalen Hurts went 16 for 24 for 154 yards and two touchdowns. Um, they didn't really need him. They have... Uh, two, uh, well... Two Kenneth Gainwell and Miles Sanders um, both nearly went for a hundred yards. Um, Devonte Smith, Dallas Godert, Godair, Goddard, Goddard. Thank you, and AJ Brown, um, who only had three catches for twenty-two yards. I think this really just comes down to how healthy Hertz is. I think the Eagles are a hair better, and I, th- I think there is a home field advantage here. And Niners fans aren't going to like this. This isn't me being a Rams fan. I watched every second of that game against the Cowboys. Brock Purdy was really pedestrian. He made the right. He he did not beat them. He made a couple of really dumb plays where he like lucked out and was able to throw the ball away before he got sacked. I do think that luck runs out for him at some point. Also, now they're what 12 wins in a row. It's hard to have sustained winning streaks like that in the NFL. And I think a slightly better team would have beaten them last Sunday. And I think Philly is a slightly better team than Dallas. Um, Dak also just gave the ball away in a couple of untimely situations. So that's that's pretty tough. I'm going to take the Eagles. And if the 49ers beat them, I will take whoever. The, I will pick against the 49ers in the Super Bowl too. But I do think... And ESPN has the Eagles at a 66% chance to advance to the Super Bowl. So... Um, okay. I think the advanced numbers maybe favor them a little bit. And then our second game, of course, uh, Bengals-Chiefs. Uh, I'm going Bengals here. A couple of factors, right? Mahomes, high ankle sprain. That's the factor back. for me. Yeah. yeah, he came back in the second half. But a lot of commentary around after that, after you kind of like cool down, right? And you're not... Uh, you're not in that mode, right? In, 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 uh, I'm going to do a really bad job of describing this, but like the adrenaline in, stops, the the adrenaline stops. You're not in the moment and that thing's going to swell. It's going to get stiff. He's going to get yeah. treatment all week. He's probably going to go as far as like sleeping in a hyperbaric chamber, oh, yeah. you know, kind of oh, a yeah. la Terrell Owens, right? When they were, when they were playing, when he was playing with the Eagles or was that the Cowboys? I'm not sure, but probably anyway, both. definitely can't consider him to be a hundred percent going into that game. And the Bengals are playing so good, right? They can run the ball. They're efficient. Um, each and every time I see Joe Burrow in the playoffs, I like him more and more. Like his ability to just lead a team, make the right decision, um, and have that confidence. It's pretty infectious. And I think they're 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 peaking at the right time right now. But well, they're definitely close. what'd you say? It'll be a close game, and, and I see that yeah. Cincinnati's currently the favorite. Yeah, and that's got to be because of Mahomes' ankle. Yeah. Um, I Man, this is so tough. If Mahomes is 100%, for sure, I, I go Kansas City here, but I I don't know. I don't I don't know. He'll get all the cortisone, all the deer antler spray, all the whatever, 
to to figure this thing out. I'm sure he won't be on it too much during the week. You know, they'll make sure he can. He, you know, he's just got to maintain some mobility. I think he's he's got such a freaking cannon of an arm. But Joe Burrow's a beast. They have great receivers. Uh, their defense is good. Their offensive line is just good enough. It's slightly better than it was last year. So they know what it takes to get there. They have a good coach. The Bengals are really well well coached. Zach Taylor does. Somebody was making this point over the weekend, but he does not get enough credit for as good of a coach as he is. So that super unheralded. Yeah, right? it's not a name that you you say a lot, but to your point, very well coached. Um, I do think though. Uh, also Zach Taylor, no big deal comes from the Sean McVay coaching tree. So, um, yeah, give me Cincinnati, I guess. Hmm. So Cincinnati and San Francisco, do you then pick your pick in Cincinnati then in the yes. Super Bowl? Okay. I mean, listen, I think top to bottom last year's Rams are better than this year's 49ers. Um, the defenses are probably pretty close, and I do think the Rams are a touch better on offense last year. Um, and the Bengals damn near beat them. So, granted, Jamar Chase got away with like a really egregious pass inter- offensive pass interference and made that, and uh, OBJ went down. But whatever, you know, the Rams still won. So, um, I actually think I would take Cincinnati over Philly too. So, yeah, yeah, logic behind that, just just. The, the heat that the Bengals are bringing right now. Or... I just think Joe Burrow's that guy. As the kids I so say, I think, he, I think he's him. Joe Cool. Joe Shiesty. The good doctor likes San Francisco. Well, fuck that. He had, he, had, <laughs> he had the Bengal game rudely interrupted on Saturday. That's part of Saturday's adventure he had. What? Yeah, let's, let's get to the good yeah. doctor shenanigans. <laughs> oh, he was... He not, was at... not a man that wants to be interrupted, but a man who wants to do the interrupting. Yeah, this is true. This yeah. is true. You know where I get it from. Uh, he was at his home and his domicile, comfortably relaxing on the sofa, enjoying the Bengal game, which was on Saturday, correct? I got the right day. Was that which Saturday? Game was on Sunday. Which game was on Saturday? That's the one he was watching. That was Jack's Chief Eagle Chiefs Eagles Giants. Okay. So, oh, he must have been watching uh, the Probably Giants. the Chiefs. Yeah, I think okay. he was watching Giants. the Giants. Oh, that New makes York. sense. New York, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my the Uncle Jay days. was at the Giants-Philly game. He watched them lose. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's sitting there, you know, in his in the, sound, in the town where he lives, watching the game, enjoying himself. Wife is out of town. He's, he's having a great old time. And about 50 fucking police officers roll up in his park in front of his house and jump out and slam on his doors. And of course, this is my dad telling me this whole story. So he's like, so all the cars pull up and they start banging on my fucking door. And they're like, stay in the house. Don't come out for nothing. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? I'm running around in my chat skis. Wonder what the Michigas is. His neighbor across the street was the Monterey shooter. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Literally directly across. We parked at his home. I remember. We, yeah. we exited the car and went to the right into his home. If we had gone to the left across the street, we would have been in that person's home. <laughs> I believe that is the same place where my wife's comfortably in their 80s grandparents live, which speaking of, it was yes. her grandpa's birthday. 
it was her grandpa's birthday the other day and mm-hmm. they were they were having dinner at 2 30 at cheesecake factory to celebrate and uh <laughs> i was you know he he doesn't use a phone anymore so i texted her grandma and i was like hey what's your venmo <laughs> um i was like i want to pay for lunch and or dinner whatever the fuck this is it's 2 30 i don't know and she responds as she does what's venmo <laughs> so it's like you know what don't worry about it yeah yeah that was his day he spent his day locked in his house for six hours while caution tape was wrapped up and uh he watched Damn. uh that's wild football did, games and had to am i allowed questions. to ask did he know the individual no no that was the whole thing is he lived in a couple of places he had more than one house yeah 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 uh and probably uh, pretty common for all of the good doctor's neighbors i'd imagine uh probably uh he was the one of the, he's super reclusive you know he obviously had some dis, dis disorder he really going enjoyed on. ballroom dancing from what i understand <laughs> i read an article about it because that's where that's where it took yeah place. yeah and here's a here's an interesting fact in the last 50 years there's been a like a non-profit agency that's kind of documented all of the types of shootings that have gone across the united states mm-hmm. so this is only the second time in that documented history that a shooting had taken place where the assailant was over 70 years old. Yeah. Wow. The first time was in 1981 in Kentucky for a retired coal miner who had, uh, I guess shot up the place. Yeah. Yeah. This was a lover's quarrel. This was like exes and family and, and weird shit happening. Uh, I'm glad that it was well. I'm glad that it was not karaoke uh, that had that because the good doctor is. Uh, let us just say the prince of karaoke. Does he do <laughs> Africa by Toto? I uh, he could do whatever you put in front of him with confidence and grace. I have a <laughs> hatred for karaoke that is irrational, um, <laughs> which probably surprises neither of you at this point. Um, <laughs> I don't want to make light of the the situation because mm-hmm. it's it's deeply horrifying, but it does seem that there was like a a different type of mental instability behind this instant than yeah yeah other there's gonna, similar. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some investigations because he went to the police the day before, mm-hmm. uh, talking about some clear paranoid schizophrenic symptoms going on. And uh, maybe Hemet should have got a social worker instead of a tank. <laughs> but... Hemet got a tank? <laughs> they should. <laughs> Hemet needs a tank, too. <laughs> Damn. Shout out. I-, I had heard that he had gone to the Hemet Police Department to file claims of family members poisoning him. That happened yes. 10 to 20 years prior. Yeah. yeah. But the article that I read seemed like it was odd that he would have driven from Monterey Park to Hemet to file that, but it makes far more sense now knowing that he had mm-hmm. a domicile in Hemet. So yep. yeah, crazy shit. You hear about the one in Half Moon Bay? That was also a an elderly gentleman, 67 years old. He was a, a worker at a mushroom farm. <laughs> what? Like yeah. psychedelic or portobello? No, just like mushroom. Okay. Grown. Obviously, Speaking not of mushrooms. A... Dom, you watching The Last of Us? Uh, Let's talk about it. All right. Last of Us. Let's talk about it. I am not <laughs> watching it yet. Have you played the game? No. Okay. 
Uh, um, I have. So that's one of those games. I assume there's like some crossover of people listening to this show that have also played The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, right. That's not. I'm not reaching there. Um, no, I have to listen to this, and I've I've played it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, me too. Um, so I actually have only played like a percentage of the first one. I have not played the second one. Um, I tried to play it mm-hmm. in like the height of COVID actually. And I was just like, I, this is not working for me right now. This is just a little too close to home. Yeah. That'd be, um, that'd be so I'm going to play Red Dead Redemption instead. <laughs> but uh, Nice. So I am going to watch it. What is your, what are your initial thoughts? People are saying it's a, it's good. Not like your normal video game remake or, or adaptation. Yeah. It's been lauded as like the first real successful initially. It's only been two episodes, um, live action adaptation of a video game. Cause mm-hmm. there's been animated adaptations that have panned out well, but yes, you know, that is true for HBO to get behind it. Um, you got Pedro Pascal, who's the Mandalorian. Yes, he is. Um, mm-hmm. And Narcos. Liana Mormont uh, as Ellie. That's right. <laughs> it's it's become it's become somewhat you know again the resurgence of monoculture viewing, uh, so much so that Aaron and his spouse and 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 me and my spouse will watch it virtually together and then not really text during the episode because <laughs> it's so like. Yeah, gripping, and yeah. then Aaron will be like, "I can tell by the lack of <laughs> texting going on that this is a this is a, a good. very good episode." <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes, um, but you know, which if whole... you want to if you want to get in on that Dom, we'll yeah. we'll start a, a chat. We we try and time it exactly on Sunday. We literally started at the exact same moment. Yes. Oh, I appreciate the invite. I'll think about it. <laughs> uh, Dude, I've I played the first game all the way yeah. through. I played the DLC um, with Ellie and Riley, and I played Last of Us 2. Uh, okay. I've flipped through a couple of the books at the shop, but I haven't read the, the comics. Um, but the game is really what they're going off of. And it, A, the show's only going to get better. Uh, and I know that because the game got better and they're following the game. They're well, it's Pedro so Pascal cool. looks just like Joel. Mm-hmm. Like he really does. He's great casting. Yeah. The whole Maybe show. I ha- it's on my PlayStation. Maybe I should um, back in with all my free time. Marlene, the leader of the Fireflies, uh-huh. uh, rep- reprised the role. She played that in the game. It oh, that's role. cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Joel's brother also, his brother is the same voice actor as the Okay. Game. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And there's All a right. lot of those, a lot of the game people will cross over. Rumor mill is, uh, Ellie's mom will be played by the person who played Ellie in the games. Ashley Johnson, right? Yeah. I think is that's that her, her name? name. Yeah. She was in Mar. She was in the, <laughs> the Avengers. Like she's the waitress during the big battle scene of the Avengers that they keep going back to like Captain America saved us all. Was she, was she in the, what, I thought she was in the bank, right? She uh, was maybe in the she bank, was. Right? Wait, she's in the who, bank too. What are she's... you talking about? The original Avengers. Yeah. The first movie, the, the first <sighs> Avengers, uh, collab and Ashley Johnson. I believe she was in the, she was in the bank yeah and then captain america saved them multiple times 
Oh yeah, yeah, bank. Okay. She she's in it multiple times, but she was uh and she does the voice of Ellie in the game, yeah. Okay. Ashley Johnson Ellie. Uh and it, it did all of the uh the motion capture work and stuff too. Oh, nice. Okay. So, yeah. Uh but she's going to apparently play Ellie's mom. Uh is what it looks like. All right. Uh Last of Us is so good. It's so freaking yeah good. i gotta dive in i gotta dive in i i like the changes they made though like the small one that is valid and important is like in the game they have spores so everyone's mm-hmm. wearing gas masks uh, except ellie um but obviously that's pedro pascal did that with the mandalorian he doesn't need another show where he's wearing a mask <laughs> right the whole time. you can't see my face <laughs> yeah uh and then the uh the fungi uh like uh threading under the ground for miles like they do in in nature yeah uh, that they're, wasn't they're, a thing in going the game. off of the concept of the mycelium yeah the big one in oregon like the the four mile uh yeah it's like it's a one. whole it's a whole connected network and that's that's like the concept that they're using yeah. which is mm-hmm. terrifying yeah. honestly as a concept <laughs> mm-hmm. that well, but it's just, real Yes, it is yeah. real. Mushrooms are fucking crazy. Like, yeah. I don't really want to get into it right now. But <laughs> yeah, Guys, mushrooms are crazy. If money, the ones if... that grow on the ants' heads, you know about those? Yes, this yeah. is the That's same they're concept. Based on. Yeah, That's they're yeah. Based but, on. but yeah. if 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 nature had changed so that the temperature at which they could survive was three degrees higher than it could survive inside of a person, like with global warming. Oh. <laughs> hang on let me get my hat and if we're and if somewhere we're all addicted to um uh to bread products and it and it infects flour as it does in the show then uh humanity <laughs> uh, yeah uh, listen there's a lot there um i don't really eat bread anymore and it's one of the saddest parts of my life but also i feel comfortably like thousands of percentage points better not eating it so yo i've accidentally kind of cut it out over the last like five days and feel really really good oh dude yeah and it's it's like a three to seven day adjustment period but Mm -hmm. after you're like oh yeah this is way better totally then you're like also give me that loaf of sourdough right fucking now <laughs> yeah. you know <laughs> i do pizza <laughs> pizza will pull anyone pizza. that's for sure oh dude i come like february well either like february 4th or the 11th or the 18th or something the wife and i have like an overnight planned and we're gonna go to a very famous san diego pizza establishment they have like four of them no shit no free shout outs um <laughs> pizza and port? i'm gonna I'm gonna. I said no free shout outs, you God son of a bitch. And I'm gonna eat <laughs> Get all. Get me beer of buddies. It. Get me the beer I'm buddies. I'm going to eat all of it. Bring me beer buddies, please. All of it. No, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, <laughs> we already talked yeah. sports, but maybe we should talk about UFC 283. That's not a, that's not a sport. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. Get it. Get it.
We have a light heavyweight champion of the world, friends. A, a new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher yeah. since we've had a new one every year for the last four years. <laughs> and it's Jamal Hill. Uh, I guess we start there. Uh, we already talked about Glover and like almost yeah, tossing in the towel. He did retire. We 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 have to send him off correctly, right? Glover, great career. That's awesome, uh, bro. Uh, we got We're gonna talk about Jamal Hill and him on the ladder, as it were, in a little bit in a tasty new segment I have planned. Um, initial thoughts just on that fight that particular fight and then yeah what do you think i was surprised at how that transpired um yeah you know clearly we were all rooting for glover because mm-hmm. we had him as part of our pretty neat parlay uh which had already been dismantled well fight. i'm just gonna come clean with it so i did place the pretty neat parlay right that happened okay yeah <laughs> Then Paul Craig was like, hey, you're you're not good at sports betting. <laughs> and Johnny Walker was like, that's right. Watch me club this guy without the sub. So then I was like, fuck it. So I threw down a four fighter with Jessica Andrade, Gilbert Burns, Brandon Moreno, and Glover Teixeira, which paid out like uh, plus six something. Yeah. Oh, not for big money. Don't. It was not. Sure. You know. And I was like, okay, that feels pretty good. Uh, we'll talk about those two middle fights, but they mm-hmm. went the way the odds said they would go. And then Brandon Moreno beat the fuck out of Davis and Figueredo. We'll talk about great. that. And I was feeling pretty good. And I was thinking, oh, I'm going to hit one of these. And then I was looking at the fight and I was like, oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, J- Jamal Hill called it like at the, uh, after he won too, like how everyone was saying that if it went into the later rounds, he was done. And he was like, what the fuck you talking about now? Like, <laughs> Uh, and props well yeah i how many people hate jamal hill that was you know like know. you guys know george lucas thinks that like people hate r2d2 did you guys know that that's like a real he george lucas really thinks that people hate a lot of star wars stuff that people genuinely love you can find quotes yeah. um and in fact credit to binge mode who who did their star wars coverage and they talked about that how yeah. george lucas just thinks people hate it which is fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. jamal hill who who didn't like you dude Dude, I think I think the we, we've been pro crowd, Jamal Hill on this show for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Jamal Hill, I think it was the crowd, dude, and even Brandon Moreno was like calling the Brazilian people assholes and, mm, and shit like that. He called them dogs. <laughs> Sorry, he called, he called them, them dogs. dogs. That's better than calling them assholes. <laughs> He's and he he said it in Spanish too. He uh, called them perros. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that just like took me back to Pero three ninjas tell us we will die like dogs or not three ninjas three amigos <laughs> uh <laughs> I was like, I was I like that from three the ninjas, three ninjas. <laughs> damn we're rocky, talking about karate rocky colton tumtum Ro- rocky loves emily right yes yeah. yes <laughs> wow okay what is well gonna... the only place you get ufc and three ninjas is right here 
It's the only <laughs> place. You, you can't go anywhere else. <laughs> We're going to have to do like a pretty neat movie review one of these days. I, you know what? I was, I swear to you, I was just going to say really what we should do is like a pretty neat 90s review. I'm down. We should. Because Next. the further we get from the 90s, the more I'm like, what a strange time. <laughs> you know? You're <laughs> not wrong. Back. It's coming it is back. coming back. It, I, this I is don't the decade it. that the '90s, the '90s resurge. Yeah, I think so too. I do. I do. <laughs> and I think there were like multiple Three Ninjas movies, weren't there? There were at least three. Uh, yeah, because there was Three Ninjas, Three Ninjas Kick Back, and Kick Three back. Ninjas at Something Mountain. This yeah, is it was crazy. like a western almost. And, and it, it was Hulk it was Hogan Disney. Was it, it was a Touchstone Buena Vista. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, man, the beginning of that movie. Yeah, light light up the eyes, boys. Light up the eyes. <laughs> That's so it's so crazy. Uh Glover anyway. Glover had his eyes lit up. Yeah, Glover got lit up. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Just to bring that conversation. It was so weird. Like watching that yeah. fight. It looked almost like he was just half-assing takedowns. There were three yeah. sequels. Three Ninjas Kick Back, Knuckle Up, and High Noon at Mega Mountain. There it is. High Noon. That's the Western one that I was thinking about. And <laughs> it's at like a theme park. Yeah. And that's the one that has Hulk Hogan. Because the theme park one has that one. Yes, it does. <laughs> and Jim Varney. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Nice. Ernest anyway. Scared Stupid was the scariest movie I've ever seen. Um, just FYI for for your future knowledge. <laughs> uh, Yuri Prohaska said that Glober like really just looked like he wasn't there, like he wasn't in it, that it wasn't the Glober he fought. Mm-hmm. Um, and he certainly called out uh Jamal, which yeah, that's the next fight, right? If you well, when do we up. when do we do we want to do the ladder now because we're starting at the top of the card? Why not? Let's uh let's do this thing with Jamal Hill where we we take a look at the top 15 and you know run him through it a little bit. <laughs> let's climb the ladder with Jamal Hill at light heavyweight who's now the champion. Uh we're looking at it on our screens. We have the top 15 in front of it. Uh I've noted that here on the top 15 Glober who he defeated just this past weekend at UFC 283 he's defeated Johnny Walker who's currently ranked ninth he lost to Paul he lost to Paul Craig in the nasty dislocated elbow in June of 21 and he beat Jimmy Crute in December of 21 who's ranked 13th everybody else in the top 15 he's not fought yet so we're just going to work our way up from the bottom and does he win the fight? <laughs> right? Okay. I mean, I feel like we really don't have to for maybe the first couple, right? Dustin Jacoby. Yes. Smokes. Smokes him. Khalil Roundtree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Crute. He beat already. Dominic Reyes. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> beats Dominic Reyes right now. I think I could beat Dominic Reyes. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Chuck Liddell could beat Dominic Reyes. Maybe so. <laughs> Um, I think Ryan Spann is where it can kind of start to get interesting. Well, would he beat Paul Craig today? Yes. Oh, shit. I think yeah. so. Yeah, he would beat Paul Craig today. Um, Ryan Spann. Yes. 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 Yeah. Didn't Ryan Spann get beat by Johnny Walker? 
he did at the last uh Johnny Walker came back. Ryan Spann really clobbered him for ninety percent of the fight. But yeah, okay. I think Jamal takes him too. Vulcan owes Demir. Yeah. Yeah, he beats him. Yeah. I think you'd knock him out too. Johnny Walker now. Yes. Yes. Yeah, same. Do you think it would go the same way? Knock him out? Probably. Catch him. Nikita Krylov. Interesting. I actually I think like that... I like Nikita Krylov. Yeah. Why do you like Nikita Krylov in this one? Volume, maybe a little bit more well rounded, mixing up his strikes. Although Jamal Hill in that fight, switching stance and then using the left high kick. What to just fuck? batter Glover was really impressive. So if he did something similar to that, where he would adds in a layer of unpredictability. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Dude, so, when, he, when he found that high kick, it was like playing the video game and you discover how to do that move. And you're like, oh, this works really well. And you just do it over and over again. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what he did. He's like the fact that Glover stayed standing after one of those, though, was like holy (laughs) shit. Yeah, he said he's too tough for his own good. He is too tough for his own good. Mm -hmm. So Krylov, his last few fights in reverse order. So he beat Volkan Ozdemir, beat Alexander Gustafson, lost to Paul Craig, lost to Anka Liev, beat Johnny Walker, lost to Glover, and that's going back to 2019. So I I got to go with Jamal Hill here. Yeah. Uh. Next up, sixth in the rankings right now, which is an interesting story, is Anthony Smith, Anthony Lionheart Smith, who actually weighed in and missed weight as the backup for this fight last weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He weighed weighed in and missed weight at 186. Um, Interesting. 186? You mean 206? 206, my bad. And... um, he vowed not to miss weight ever again because he can't he, be you can't be two oh six championship weight. Yeah, gotta be right on it. Uh and uh he gives a lot of fighters a lot of shit about making weight on the Believe You Me podcast with Mike Bisping. And he uh he you know what? He took the shit right back. He took it healthily and he said he's never gonna miss weight again. And you know what? When you have a shot at the belt like that, especially when your last shot was against John Jones, like, oh yeah, don't fuck it up. <laughs> I'm sorry, lose the pound, figure it out. Um, shave your nutsack. Uh, shave your nutsack. That's a pound, right there. <laughs> I, I think you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> uh, but how how would have that have gone? I I, I Jamal. actually Jamal, you think so? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Jamal Hill would beat the shit out of Anthony Smith. I like Anthony Smith. I, I think he's... Um, I do too. I think he's very articulate and thoughtful when he's doing commentary um, in the booth. But he's a guy who's fighting at 205 because he really had a hard time making 185. Mm-hmm. But I I don't see where he's actually like put on weight to his frame to be a more formidable 205-er. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, it does. And and he's a self-described jujitsu guy. Yeah. Um. But he always likes to to keep it on the feet. Yeah. Well, he wasn't a jujitsu guy against Teixeira. No, he was not. 
<laughs> it was all, all part of the job, dude. <laughs> He's getting yeah. the shit beat out of him. Yeah, losing his crazy. teeth. <laughs> yeah. Well, that answers that. Uh, Glober, we obviously know. Uh, Alexander Ratchich is interesting because he's been out for a while with the with the leg in- injury. Uh, I'd want to see how he came back, but like from a kickboxing perspective, he would be very threatening, uh, in my opinion, uh, with Jamal Hill. I think he'd be very formidable. I tend uh, to agree. I actually think four to one is where it starts to become a discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I think Rockich was. Until he got injured, he was beating Blahovich, yeah, in that fight. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I think on the, on the well, feet. I think Jamal, I think Jamal beats Blahovich because mm-hmm. he's way more. Um, his output's higher. He's way more accurate, and his output is higher. And it just it looks like he employs a little bit more variability in the striking than Blahovich does, even though Blahovich has an excellent low leg kick. Um, mm-hmm. I like Rockage. I like Rockage to give Jamal a a, a real test. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Healthy Rockage. We'll see how his knee is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If those two like battled it out in a decision, like, and it came to a decision, I like I couldn't see. I wouldn't be able to pick. Like, if I knew it was going to go to decision, uh, I would yeah. give. I'd give Jamal the early edge, uh, only because his hands seem so crisp. And he kept up that pace pretty well for that whole fight. Yeah, he did. And he knocked Jimmy Crute the fuck out and mm-hmm. Johnny Walker. Mm-hmm. Like he knocked Johnny Walker into the fucking shadow realm. And uh, was that the testify knockout? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, I think Rakic really makes it interesting. But I agree with you, Dom. I think I think Jamal Hill would beat Jan Blahovich. That was Ryan's point, but I I agree. Um, yeah, I think Jan's window has closed. Yeah, it has. I think maybe the best, like the absolute best version of Jan, which I think is past, probably beats Jamal Hill. But I I don't think we see that version again. Mm-hmm. I agree. What about uh, Magomed then? That's that's kind of the the big one. If we're not ju- throwing Yuri out there immediately. I'm concerned about Magomed, his ability to put his game plan into action in big yeah. spots because he really laid a dud against Jan. He should have won that fight easily, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Especially after he figured um, out the takedown. Yeah, and he just allowed Jan to, to do what he wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, we should show a little respect to Jan um, for for maybe taking some of his abilities away, but I think most people think he, he won, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think Magomed based on Jamal's takedown defense with Glober. I mean, we, we talked about Glober kind of looked a little half cocked in him. Uh, but if he can actually prepare like that, well for Magomed, he could, he could stuff that and really pose problems for him. Even though Magomed's only ever been submitted, um, Jamal Hill's just got that thing. He can hit. He can hit. Well, uh, yeah, Paul Craig submitted Ankalaev, but Ankalaev is undefeated since then. Um, Yeah. Amazing that Paul Craig just is that kryptonite for some people. Yeah, for sure. Um, That's a tough one for me. I would say it's a pick 'em 
whoever whoever maybe looks better that night. I think there's a version of Ankalaev that wins. I think there's a version of Jamal Hill that wins. I you might call me crazy. I think the Jamal Hill we saw this Saturday would pose a threat to Yuri. Also, I mean Yuri gets hit. Glober almost knocked him out. And I don't think that shit will fly with Jamal. I think Jamal would capitalize and it would be almost similar to the Johnny Walker fight. <laughs> uh, you have a valid point because Yuri does get hit. He's yeah, just five point four minute absorbed. He's just he's too wild. I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of this year Jamal defends against Yuri and then loses it to Alex Pajeda when he moves up. <laughs> Do you so, think Alex Pajeda moves up in twenty twenty three? Yes. If yeah. he beats Israel at the end of the year, yeah. And he, Whitaker. He's gonna defend it once, whether it's whether it's Whitaker or Stylebender. And then I he think did, he moves up and gets both. Alex did say that he wants to fight in May and he doesn't care if it's Israel mm-hmm. or Whitaker. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that would put him in yeah. line. Alex Pajeda would fucking start Robert Whitaker. Yeah. And and I think what would he do to Jamal Hill? I think he beats him. I think he would beat Jamal Hill. I think I, that Pajeda. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I don't think Pajeda would beat Yuri, though. <laughs> Um, nope. well, certainly on no. the ground here. I mean, Yuri submitted Glover to but share. But Yuri so gets like, hit. Damn it. See? Yeah. Yeah. No. Have fun with that. I think Pajeda is just a, a, he's a, he's a Rubik's cube, except three colors are the same side or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or, or yeah. Or three sides are the same color. Like, I don't know. I think, I think the best version of Yuri, healthy Yuri probably beats Jamal Hill. I think Alex Pajeda beats them both. Fair. So Brian, Jamal, what do you think? Uh, it's it's interesting. You know, Glover, you know, said he's going to step away. He's going to put all of his time and effort into Pajeda, which I think is the right move. And yep. he said eventually he'll move up to 205, which is very intriguing because it's like what we were all saying and he's essentially confirming it. Yeah, he's going to move up. Um, the time frame is, is what we all want to know. And... He's got the frame. He's six four. He can he could definitely put on some additional weight. He's he's very formidable. Yeah. But again, similar to what we were talking about with Jamal Hill, it, it's that those top three or so fighters where you're like, mm, I don't know. It really is dependent upon who employs their game. Jamal Hill, that's interesting as a stand up bottle. Mm-hmm. Yuri is definitely like. The, the main thing about Yuri fights is that they're unpredictable. And then Magomed, if he can get his game off, suffocating top pressure. And that's not where Bejeda wants to be, right? He wants to keep it standing. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Bejeda moving up would, would add some extra... I don't know that we should say moving up. I think he's already a 205-er. I think he's moving <laughs> down when he's fighting at middleweight. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I, he he has a giant frame. We we commented on that when he fought Izzy. Them he's fucking huge. Yeah. Standing side by side, like he looks like he's a weight class bigger. He looks like Dalsim from Street and, Fighter. And he <laughs> certainly is not afraid, right? He de- the no. moment is not too big for him. He does not care. Um, I think anybody in that size range has trouble with his striking. Yuri, again, he gets hit 5.4 times significantly per minute. That's significant. 
against a guy like Pajeda. Um, Stylebender, for what it's worth, absorbs 2.8. So if Yuri's going to take almost double the amount of shots from a guy like Alex Pajeda, I just, I don't know. Um, Jamal Hill, kind of the same. Th- I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Suddenly, suddenly that middleweight light heavyweight is way more interesting than we thought it was going to be this time last year so mm-hmm. yeah hey and you know what shout out to the johnny walker fans out there because like the only autograph i had left on ebay was a johnny walker one and it like tripled the value of it so hey <laughs> shout out to whoever bought that if you actually took the time to uh listen to the podcast <laughs> hey i hope you like that johnny walker because it's a dope card it's super dope um uh, that Johnny the speaking of Johnny Walker though, uh I feel bad for Paul Craig, but he got caught playing his game. Seriously, it looked like all Johnny Walker trained was those hammer fists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's all you have to do to train against Paul Craig is hammer fists. And it was like I I can't I don't know what Paul was thinking. Like you can't just hold on to the leg and let somebody beat you in the side of the head. Mm-mm. You gotta do something with that guy. Yep. <laughs> it 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 barely worked against Nikita Krylov. Like, do you remember when Nikita was in top position and just throwing fucking haymakers down on him, ground and pound, and that's how he locked it up? But like he was getting hit. His head was bouncing off the canvas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. Thought he was done. Not an uh, early stoppage. No. no, not an early stoppage. Mm-hmm. And I know they 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 talked up about him getting a different striking coach. Uh, but they need to do more work. <laughs> yeah. Paul Craig? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think his deficiencies in striking are such that there's not enough time on earth to like close that gap. Yeah. That's no not. shot at Paul Craig. He'd beat the fuck out of me. But yeah. And we're talking would, about kind of a different level of fighter. And he would be an exciting backup for like any championship fight. Like, yeah, because he can throw up those triangles and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so like I hope he stays relevantly in the top fifteen, uh, despite that loss. Seems like he probably will. He yeah. he will. The problem is that you don't add any additional wrinkles to your game, and then people people uh, develop a game plan against that. Yeah, look at Ryan Hall, Chase Hooper. Yep. Yeah. Uh, stop the fucking Aminari rolls. Uh. Co-main event, Brandon Moreno is the UFC men's flyweight champion. The quadrilogy is settled. Uh, It is Brandon Moreno, two victories, two finish victories against Davis and Figueredo. One sub, one knockout, fucking great. Uh, Well, technical knockout. And Davison is now going to be moving up to bantamweight, where he probably should be anyway. I really hope that he fights Dominic Cruz. I think that oh, would I be think a bantamweight is a nightmare for him. I do too. Uh, and I think Dominic Cruz is the right uh, uh, litmus test for him in bantamweight, considering Dominic is so friggin' talented. They're both kind of legendary for who they are and their records. And um, obviously they just both suffered losses to top fighters. And, um, uh fucking exciting though man that yep. was a violent punch man just the knuckle right on the eye yeah similar to like we saw with Derek lewis zero gone he thought he got poked yeah no yeah that was a punch that was a punch also not an early stoppage not at all 
I'm so happy they stopped that. His eye looks so fucking bad. <laughs> and Brandon Moreno was winning. They had him up two to one on the cards. It probably mm-hmm. you probably could argue three. I was thinking about this right because it's the first quadrilogy. You could make the argument that Moreno won all four fights. I'm not going to say that he did. Yeah, but he technically has not lost to Figueredo, right? Like, well, no, that's not true. He did lose to Figueredo, but it was very, very close. They had the mm-hmm. split draw, and then he beat him twice. It's you know, he's yeah. the better fighter at flyweight. He has mm-hmm. no prayer of moving up to bantamweight, so they, you know, yeah, is a fun, fun little era. Yeah, but it was cool. Couple of years I do think the better fighter kind of came out on top. I do too. Plus, he's a fun champion. Yes. There's no hate in his heart. Just so excited to be there. Yeah, he is. (laughs) Also, like, if you're Davis and Figueredo, you got the fuck beat out of you by a guy with a Mickey Mouse tattoo on his back, so. Yeah. (laughs) I just feel like if you walked up to Brandon Moreno, like, on the street, and, like, you were like, Mr. Moreno, you know, can you have an autograph? He'd be like, you want an autograph from me? You want one from me, sign? Will you sign one of my Funko Pops? (laughs) Yeah. That's so yes, yeah, so, so, I just feel like it'd be so fucking cool yeah. to hang out with him. Uh also in the main event, uh Gilbert Burns showed off the submission skill against Neil Magny. He also threw less punches in this fight than any of his other fights in the past. Uh so good for him. Mm-hmm. What's what do you think next for Gilbert? I wanted to be Colby. Ah, it'd be so fun. <laughs> but there's a lot of uncertainty there with with what Colby's doing. Yeah. I don't understand why they don't make the Masvidal fight because they both said that they wanted it. Because that with would be Gilbert the Burns? fight I would want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gilbert Burns beat the fuck out of Jorge Masvidal. Hell yeah. I, yeah. I want to see it. I'd I want to yeah. see it. Me too. Yeah. Gilbert looked great. Uh, I don't think Neil Magny... I think honestly, Gilbert was fighting down. Um, mm-hmm. He was. What about like Wonder Boy? Has Gilbert Burns ever fought him? It's a great question. Yes. Oh yeah, just July of twenty twenty one. Beat him, um, right? By unanimous decision. I think with as good as Wonder Boy looked last time, that'd be interesting. Um, if it's not going to be Colby, uh, kind of seems like Bilal is maybe like next up for a title shot, but that'd be fun. There's a couple of ways that could go. Yeah, I think Bilal waits it out though. I think you're right. He wants to he wants to wait it out and get that next title shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He definitely wants the title shot more than the money fight. And then in a couple weeks, Shavkat Rachmanov will beat Jeff Neal and then he'll be in the conversation too. So Yeah. Yeah, Shavkat beats Jeff Neal two more fights. He's mm-hmm. fighting for a title. Yeah. Jeff Neal's the type of guy who can ruin that shit. Real fast though. Yeah, against like, Rachmanov, you think? No, I don't. Okay. I, I don't <laughs> think either. that against Rachmanov, <laughs> but like hands of steel. He, I mean, he lives up to that name. He he does that sometimes, where he just shuts it down. Uh, but still, Shavkat. Uh, beauty. Uh, we <laughs> you talked about Jessica Andrade. Uh, there were with... two 3025s on that card, and it was not crazy. No, no. Uh, Lauren Murphy hired by Everlast to test glove durability now. <laughs> I that think was another one. Gloves, aren't they? <laughs> Fuck. You're right. That, that was another fight that the corner should have thrown in yeah. the towel. Or the referee. Or the referee who was yeah. paralyzed, by the way. 
just uh, yeah. apparently just paralyzed watching yeah the beat down go for three rounds mm-hmm. shocked it wasn't herb dean so th- right. the begs the question lauren murphy's chief corner or one of her corners is her husband if you're if your wife is in there and she's getting the absolute ever living shit beat out of her by a fighter, it's clear there's no way that she's going to win this fight. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing in the towel. Absolutely, I'm throwing in the towel. Hey, you'll thank me later. Yeah, because you'll remember my name. <laughs> I don't understand. I I that, that that was another one that I don't understand. They had no shot. It was Mm-mm. evident. Very. It was evident that Lauren, you know, Aaron, you made one, you made a really good point during the fight that hey, her jab is pretty effective, but <laughs> yeah, for that about was, nine seconds, that was it. Mm-hmm. She was getting, she had a significant reach advantage, and she was getting lit up mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, all the time. Those leg kicks, God. Yeah. What do you think about Jessica Andrade in the flyweight title picture? Andrade landed 47 leg kicks and 161 to the head in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely, they, they said it after the fight, personal best for total strikes. My God. Like, setting personal bests here in yeah. uh, multiple multiple categories. Yeah. I, I, I'm intrigued by Andrade because she can fight 115 and 125. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's, she's number rated three, one twenty five, three and six. Yeah, yeah. Why did they drop her <laughs> two two spots? I mean, uh, she beat she beat Amanda Lemos prior to that, standing yeah. standing arm triangle, and Amanda Lemos is number three in the strawweight rankings. She beat her. So maybe that's a typo, or do the rankings for these two divisions really matter? <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. I mean, if we have number five fighting for the belt, right? Alexa Grasso yep. is fighting Shevchenko. Yep. Because she's beat everybody else. Well, she hasn't beat Manon, but Manon, I was initially high on, hasn't looked like a, a real killer yeah. at 125. And Andrade Manon seems to be like the fight to make now. Or Tyler Santos, right? Yeah. Yeah, both both are fun fights. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. also hinting around Jessica Andrade fighting Carla. I mean, if she wants to go back down to 115. Oh, Why? Huh. For what? Her up. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's interesting. I I I don't think we've seen somebody that can go back and forth between those two divisions and be as competitive as they are. Um, outside of, you know, the well, very Amanda limited Nunes. time that Amanda did for 135 and 145. But yeah, I mean, let's face it. 145 is not like 115. 115 is probably the most stacked women's division. And then it's 125. And then you got far less at 135. Yeah. I I hope she, she, she comes up. I mean, she, because she was the champion already, at 115 uh sorry 125 andrage was yeah she beat rose slammed her on her head and at, wait lot- straw weight is 115 right yeah 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 she beat rose at flyweight um wait no she beat 
She beat Rose at straw rate. Yeah. Yes, it was straw weight. She yeah. dropped um, her on her head. Rose has only on ever fought at 115. May of 19. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I would love to see Jessica in the title picture. She's been around a long time, so like she has a lot of cards in circulation. <laughs> But she was never very popular. So, like, they're kind Zhang of. Zhang Wei Li knocked out Jessica Andrade in 42 seconds. Yeah. That was a, a mall. Why don't I remember that? Happened in China. Yeah. She did it in China. That's right. And be, that was when she became the first Chinese champion. Yep. And then Rose beat her. And then she yep. beat Katie Chukes, lost to Shevchenko. And then she's been on a tear since. Yeah. I got high hopes for her for sure it surprises me because Andrade is not on our list but i she's like one that i know a hundred percent makes most of her money on only fans like page just what weird. hang yeah. on Andrade is like one of the famous only fans <sighs> ufc fighters <laughs> we haven't been to the dome in a while <laughs> or the sanctum of truth and there hasn't been a need to <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be a part of a show where we're saying that Jess Condrage is as attractive as Paige Van Zandt. We're not. We're definitely not well, that show. You're don't that say you're surprised she's not on the list. On. <laughs> what are you talking about? Andrage? You look at Jess Condrage and think she should be on the list? No. You you said the words. I'm surprised she's not on the list. I'm surprised she's not on the list, being that she is one of the famous. Oh, UFC okay. I miss an I see fans. what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Like of all the fighters who'd be yeah, famous yeah, yeah, for yeah. like their okay. adult modeling, I wouldn't have pinned. Does she do trash. adult modeling? On only is that fans? what it is, or is it different adult only? No, that's stuff? what she does. <laughs> have you seen it? Yes, I have. What's it look like? <laughs> I'm I'm looking for it myself, so don't. don't okay, worry about yeah, it. you you can make. She your... paid off her house and her car. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't make enough from UFC. Which, by the way, did you know that the show and win payouts for Slap is like two grand? Yes. No way. Yeah, they got a, a UFC fighter. Whoa! Talked about how they off were offered. Yeah. So, Dom, you found the OnlyFans of Jessica Andrade and some stuff of Tisha Torres. Mm. That's right. Is, aren't, um, is T, who's Tisha married to? I don't know. Tisha's married to another. Is this th is this real? What I'm looking at? I, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you um, found it on our Instagram, it's probably real. <laughs> I. Uh, while you look at that, I'm gonna do this for Shogun. Shogun. Tisha, Tisha Torres, I think, makes the list. Tisha Torres? I think the so. The Tiny Tornado? Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, I think she makes the list, you guys. Hey. It's close. Teach their own. But I think she makes the list. And I don't know exactly where this other picture I'm looking at comes from. I'm not totally upset about it. The Dreskon, the Dreskon Drosh thing is not as cool as I was expecting it to be, if I'm being honest. That's because she's not on the list. 
<laughs> no, she is not. No. Uh, and it's not like... Did you know that Raquel Pennington is married to Tisha Torres? That's it. Rocky Pennington. That's, that's hot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> When's your next submission, lingerie submission match? Uh, which, by the way, that is a thing. Uh, lingerie submission match? Lingerie Brazilian Jiu Jitsu League is like an actual league. <laughs> And it's not porn. Can you believe that? <laughs> Surprises me. Where is it? Lingerie uh, submission grappling. <laughs> yeah. The LFC lingerie fighting championships. <laughs> yeah, we're, we don't need to watch that on here. That seems like something the Spike Network would have had. It really does. Just like when it had tough. So I'm um, I'm a fan of PVZ. Uh the the other one not working for me so much. I do think Tisha Torres is on the list though. Again, it's close. I think she's on it. Fair. Sage Northcutt, who's probably on the the XY chromosome of the list, right? The alternate version. Yeah, he's uh, totally on he's totally on the other list. No, yeah. he's just on the list. Anyway, yeah. carry on. <laughs> this also, might... all natty. <laughs> if you're ready, okay. If you're ready to feel old, um, or at hey, least... what if Justin Timberlake was a UFC fighter? Good lord. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bleach it? my tips. I'm super fucking ripped. I'm gonna fight. Anyway, go on. He's uh he's fighting in one coming up pretty soon, and it will. Northcutt is. Yeah, he's coming back. It'll end four years since his last fight. I'm surprised and, uh, it's only been four years. I, I'm his shocked. Face broken. I'm shocked it's been that long. I could have swore his orbital break was like two years ago, but well, I'm excited to see him coming back. Damage a face like that? Are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of damaging a face like that, are you insane? Robocop got knocked out by Bruno Ferreira. Ferreira. That was kind of surprising, but. It was also what we talked about on the podcast was that Gregory probably had that locked up, but he sticks his chin up and uh, he gets caught and lo and behold, he did. He got knocked out cold. Uh, And Tiago Moises, man, he looked really good. Just like he does. Great submission. Yep. Shit. Is, Is Tiago Moises a junior and are we confusing Tiago Moises Jr. for Tiago Moises Sr.? I don't what? know if he's a junior. I only know that he is... Where is he? He should be rated, ranked. He's not ranked? No. no. Oh. At welterweight? Is he welterweight? Lightweight. Yeah. Lightweight or welterweight? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, he's not even in the 15... Nor should he be. Yeah, nope, nowhere to be found. Huh. Anyway. Uh, was there any other big ones from uh, this past event you wanted to chat about? The Bonfim brothers? I mean, they're going to be a thing, right? That fucking flying knee against Terrence McKinney. Which, by the way, 
we only guaranteed one result if you were going to place a bet on this card and it was that that fight would not go to decision so <sighs> if you listen to the pmp picks we are a hundred percent right now because that's guarantees the, that's the only one we guaranteed yeah <laughs> shame it Guar- went the wrong way finish well yeah he did terrence mckinney the streak continues 100 finish rate yep never the it if you're playing DraftKings, his fight has to be on your DraftKings picks <laughs> in some form yeah the he should just be one of the members like he's a background guy i might you know nice 90s mma uh r&b boy terrence band mckinney yeah terrence mckinney trevin giles trevin giles there's a couple of them isn't there a trevin jones also i think so there is a if trevin your name's jones. trevin you're in yeah yeah i like it <laughs> i think it'd be funny if like also armin sarukian or someone like that was in it it's not going to happen he's not in but you know. <laughs> <laughs> i'm down um well there's no picks to make there's no fights this weekend except for um PFL PFL Challenger Series starts on uh, Friday, uh, which is going to be, you know, the contenders for PFL, which will be fun, which I don't know if you've seen the PFL's website on the top. Jake Paul to build the super fights division. Look at that. So they clearly are not giving a shit about weight classes with whatever they're doing with Jake Paul. So there's that factoid. I mean, is this actually going to translate to him fighting in in the PFL with MMA rules? Or is this just going to be like a fucking sideshow? Your guess is as good as mine, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you. I, 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 I like truly don't know what to make of it. It just seems like... MMA is such a different skill set. Now, if he goes in there in MMA rules and fucking starches uh, Nate Diaz, then we got to rethink a lot of stuff, you guys. Is he going to be Nate Diaz? Because like, I'm getting vibes when they say developing the pay-per-view super fights division that he's going to fight a tiny dude. So who? I don't know. Jeremy Stevens? Oh my God, Francis Ngannou. Please let it be that. <laughs> That's not a tiny dude. <laughs> I could see Jeremy Stevens. Jeremy Stevens, who fights at 145. Mm-hmm. They know no that's way. what, like 185, 190. Nobody knows who Jeremy Stevens is. If it's a, <laughs> who the if fuck it's a is super that guy? Division, no way. <laughs> Little heathen. Do you he's... see that Luke Rockhold? Oh, that would be one. From the UFC. And yeah, he says Jake he wants Paul to fight fucking another yeah, promotions. Luke Rockhold. I could see them. I could see PFL picking up Luke Rockhold and Luke and Jake Paul fighting. No, if it's an MMA rules, Luke Rockhold just grab him and take him to the ground, and that's it. But he could. Luke Rockhold though is a kickboxer first, and I mean that's what he's going to want to do is deploy kicks, which would be new for Jake Paul also. Unless um, he's just been training MMA, nobody knows. It could be, you know. People didn't know he was training boxing. <laughs> well, I think people knew he was training boxing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think on on we don't really talk about it. He is so famous. Like for a certain segment of the population, he is such a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I think people knew. Mm-hmm. Fair. Fair enough. Um we don't have picks to make, but there is a weird thing with this Lewis Spivak card. Yeah. 
on the fourth is that the prelims start at 7 p.m western or western pacific time um uh no I, they don't they start at like 1 a.m don't they the prelims no. start at 7 p.m the main card starts at 10 or 1 a.m eastern 10 p.m pacific Correct. yeah they want to appeal for the uh asian market almost the entire card is as yeah that's that's what we kind of landed on which is interesting i don't I guess I understand why they're not just doing it somewhere in Asia. That's what I thought. Like, but, why not do this in Singapore? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, hmm. it, it's also a strange main event, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like, like, I don't understand why the fight's even happening, but. Yeah, this is a re, this is a reschedule. Is it not? Okay. Oh, is, is this the one where Derek Lewis got sick or whatever? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other well, we one... haven't seen Derek Lewis since July. I guess I felt like it was more recent than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other one that I was excited about, uh, just threw it in. They announced Jalen Turner versus Dan Hooker on the March really? 4th, on the March fourth card. That super beefy one that has super uh, beefy that has John Jones returning Valentina on it. And now Jalen Turner, Dan Hooker. I think that's a really fun fight. That's Dude. A really, that's trouble for Dan Hooker. It's trouble yes, for it Dan is. Hooker. A lot of trouble. I, I, would, I, I would even go so far as to say... Uh, I would say decision, but solid UD loss. Cause I this card is... 285 is so stacked. It's... It was... <laughs> So you throw Jalen Turner and Dan Hooker in there. I, I'm supposing that becomes the fifth main card fight, which currently only has um, four. Four. Yeah, four fights. But you also have uh, Damone Blackshear, who was in the 90s R&B band, against Basharat. Um, is that Julia Penny? Jessica. Jessica, Jessica Penny. Whatever. Um, Viviana Arujao and Amanda Hibas. You have... Cody Garbrandt and is it Julian Arce? What's uh, his first Julio. Name? Julio. Julio, thank yeah. you. Um, Shit, Derek that... Brunson and Drickus, Bo Nickel, Jeff Neal and Shavkat Rachmanov. Isn't Valentina also on this card now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, she, oh, so that'll be the, the fifth main card fight. That's right. Okay. And then John Jones and Zero Gone. Yeah. And that Julian Marquez, Mark Andre Barrio fault fight yep. is going to be a war. Uh, this is also the card that's rumored to have Amanda on it. Also, the three belt card. That I don't actually, think Amanda's going to fight on that card. I don't either. But if it is, it would make sense. Because then if they want to set up Valentina-Amanda rematch, if they both win that night, perfect timing for them to be fighting each other. Uh, like International Fight Week. Or, some, or the fall card, the big September-October. But yeah, 285 looks friggin' loaded. Yeah. We're going to have two pay-per-views in March. 285 yeah. and 286. Just two weeks apart. 286 is Edwards Usman. Yes. Yeah. Justin Gaethje, Raphael Fazev, Gunnar Nelson, Daniel Rodriguez, Marvin Vittori, Roman Delizze, Oof. Jack Shore, Maquan Amarcani. Uh, Nathaniel Wood, Lerone Murphy is going to be good too. Lerone Murphy is on the 90s <laughs> R&B. So is Malcolm Gordon for that matter. Luana Carolina is coming back. Man, the UFC coming out firing. Yeah. 
Ah, and the Yandavalashvili card, like, who knows going to be on that? Damn. 287 in April? Man, February 18th is coming up so fast, like three and a half weeks away from Vera Sanhagen already. And Talia Santos Aaron Blanchfield. Mm, That's going to be a telling one for flyweight. There's a lot of good things to look forward to. Yes, there is. In the world of UFC. Gentlemen, there is not a week that goes by in which I'm not fulfilled by the time we spend together and the time we spend with the fellowship. (laughs) Thank you for not saying it fills your cup. I don't like when people say that. I don't like it either, especially on sports shows. A cup holds liquid. Ryan, I just noticed your shirt. Yeah? Yes. What about it? I like it. Thanks. (laughs) You're welcome. It's a it's a work shirt. Mm-hmm. Is it long sleeve or oh okay oh I see okay no it's a short sleeve it's a polo I like yeah. that you button them all button it all the way up it's very European <laughs> is that a European thing it is okay oh the other thing we didn't shout out um, maybe we can we can end on it uh, Jamal Hill makes it the second American UFC mm-hmm. champion in the UFC. Which is cool. We now got two. We got two. And yeah. a North American. That is true. Brandon Moreno. Yeah. So if we really want to get in there. We got yep. three, three North, North American Americans. Ch- champions. <laughs> Could be four in March. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, John. Yep. John yep. Bones Jones. It definitely could be. Hey, how was Disneyland last week? Oh, yeah. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was like right in between where they before they started Lunar New Year event. And uh-huh. then there weren't people like on ski week vacation and it wasn't raining. <laughs> we we went into Disneyland, immediately got on three rides, waited. The longest wait was 25 minutes for uh, Haunted Mansion, then went over to California Adventure, hopped on another three rides and then went back over to Disneyland, got right on to Rise and then on a whim did a smuggler's run, which was a mistake. Why? Because when you only have two people, it's it's a it's a yeah. it's a gamble on yeah, what yeah. you're gonna get. And that ride has a serious flaw in that sense. If if you have children that are the pilots, you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh but it was great. Uh, or my mother in law for that matter. <laughs> what do I do? Um or the was, good was... doctor and his wife. <laughs> that was a trip. It was great. Uh, really, really low key. Not a whole lot going on. Um, not crowded at all. Probably the the least crowded I've seen it in some time. Weather okay. was great. Wore a beanie all day and a jacket. It's good times. I'm going to go on Friday after work. And then uh, we'll be there all day the next Friday. But uh, the new Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway opens on Friday. Oh, so they're doing the virtual queue thing. So we'll see how that works. Oh, yeah. In Toontown. That's right. For, yeah, that's yeah. why they're doing the uh, virtual queue for right now. Yeah. From from not being there. I don't know how. Like, because the queue times are seven and one. So one o'clock makes sense. You could be in the park at that point. But I don't understand how you do it at seven. Because like at Disney World, where I did it for the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, mm-hmm. because we were staying on a resort property, it, it knew that. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know how. Disneyland's going to do it. We'll see. Um, excited for that. And 
then I got some information on grad night today. So it's actually on a Friday. So I guess the buses leave the school. We typically have nine or 10 buses. That's how many fucking kids go. And two adults per bus. I'm going with a, a friend, coworker of mine. Buses leave school at 8 a.m., get to Disneyland, get the kids all checked and shoveled in. And then they get, or shuffled in rather, and they get all day park hopper tickets for the rest of the day that we're there. And then at 9 p.m., California Adventure is only open to the seniors and the chaperones from 9 p.m. to like 2 a.m. Damn. So it's it's legitimately like a 20-hour day by the time we get back. Wow. Yep. Damn. You're I'm excited. Tired. It's going to be fun. Yeah. That'll be really fun. Uh, I was Long gonna, day. I was going to say like Disneyland 2024, but uh, I don't know. If that's it's uh, Disneyland do. right now. 2023. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's let's go with Jamal Hill 2024. Yeah, Jamal Hill 2024. Hey, you know why I love MMA so much? It's pretty neat. That is 100% true, but it's also because it brings us together. It, it, you know what? <laughs> Violence really does bring.